right. BTCC test day at Silverstone, the last official test before the season kicks off at Thruxton in just two weeks' time. I'm still with Matt James under pure blue skies in the sunshine. It couldn't be a better day for the launch, Matt, could it? Well, it's, it's like the first day at school, isn't it? And everyone's assembled and it's, it's beautiful weather. Um, uninterrupted action on the track it's just it's perfect and it's it's nice to see the the people that you haven't seen for so long you know it's um it's been six months in some cases that you haven't seen these guys or even longer in the case of jason plato so uh, yeah it's just great to see everyone together chatting to the drivers yesterday and some of the teams up and down the paddock there is a general feeling that this season could be the closest most challenging and exciting season we've seen for a long time I don't know how the BTCC does it, and every year it just gets better and better and better, doesn't it? And, you know, OK, this is the first real time that people have been head-to-head on track together, but you've got Gordon Shedden coming back with the Honda, so you can imagine that's going to be at the front. You've got Ash defending his title. You've got Colin Tuckington, who, who wants a record-breaking title. New things like Tom Ingram with the Accelerate team. Um, just It just keeps ramping up every, every year. It's brilliant. And looking, I mean, before we talk about some of those individual drivers, just thinking as ahead as we always do to that last round at Brands Hatch, and we, we think about who the title contenders are going to be, and there's usually half a dozen. This year, on paper, there could be 10 or 12. Yeah, I think I think the record we've gone to Brands is with eight in with a shout, and like you say, I think we, we could even talk about this year. And, and that finals day at Brands Hatch is just absolute motorsport theatre. It's something not to be missed. It always delivers. Um, the Breed CC throws so many variables at the drivers across the course of a race weekend. They've not only got to be quick, they've got to navigate being on the right tyres, they've got to navigate the weather, the reverse grids, the success ballast, and it all just reaches, climaxes that crunch point at Browns Hatch, which we love so much. Yeah. Now, you mentioned uh, Gordon Shedden coming back in. I've spoken to him a couple of times. He's uh, uh, getting to uh, understand the FK8 again, uh, getting behind it. He's uh, had a, a few outs this morning. Um, is he going to be a, a real contender coming straight back in? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Sheds is, is without question one of the fastest drivers we've seen in the BTCC over the last 10 years. He's fantastic at overtaking, just taking an opportunity when it comes his way, which is what has made him so successful and has led him to his titles. Um, and that Honda's had work on it. It's got faster. It's been in with a shout of the championship for the last two years. So we know it's, it's a car that can operate at the front with Sheds' input into it as well could push it just that little bit further and be a real worry for people like Turkington and Ash Sutton. Um, you mentioned Ash and uh, Colin Turkington, of course, both of whom want to get their hands on the on the trophy, and it's a sort of they're going to be there or thereabouts, aren't they? Then we've got the chasing the chasing group, Tingram. Tingram, Mo- having done all that great development work with uh, with the Toyota, has now moved into a similar sort of role with the Hyundai. Yeah, it's 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 a, a big step for him because he spent eight, seven or eight years with Speedworks, and the team grew in the BTCC as Tom grew as a driver, so they're very very closely matched in the relationship of the way, how they developed in the sport. But Tom's now struck out on his own and gone to accelerate, and he's he's got to prove that he can corral engineers and lead a program in the right direction. And that's another building block in his development as a professional racing driver. You need to be able to show that. It's all well and good doing it with Speedworks, which was a comfortable team and he, he knew too well. Now he's got to lead the line. Um, he wouldn't have gone there if he didn't think he could win a title, put it that way. So, so he can see the potential, but it's, it's got to come from within him, and that's going to be fascinating to watch as, it, as the year goes on. Tom Chilton and Adam Morgan now in uh, rear-wheel drive, BMWs uh, at uh, Sicily. That's an interesting pairing. It is, yeah. Tom Chilton hasn't really driven a, a rear-wheel drive touring car, well, not for a, a decade or more. Um, so there's a bit of learning to be done from him. But 
when you know how Tom Chilton drives, he's, he's maximum commitment everywhere. And watching him in a rear-wheel drive car is going to be super. Um, and Adam Morgan, again, you know, a race winner as we know, he's proved himself in the BTCC. Him and Tom will push each other on. Um, it's a great look to the team. The, the commercial side of the team has really ramped up this year. It looks menacing, that car. So it's not going to be one that people want in their rearview mirrors. Absolutely. Um, Jade Edwards uh, in the series as well. She had a, a very tidy test here at uh, Silverstone with uh, PMR. Uh, as a guest drive uh, last year she's got a full-time drive with btc and from what we've seen this morning she's uh, acquitted herself very well so far Yeah, and this afternoon she was in the top five as we walked out uh, out of the media room just now it's brilliant for jade and it's also great for the championship because it'll throw a spotlight on the championship for female drivers and female participation there's never been any barriers to any females getting involved with the btcc she's going to be a trailblazer in a way but she has got the ability and as you said she's shown the speed already to to actually show women that you know this is something they can aspire to and and, and aim to achieve to to do um jade's relatively inexperienced she's going to be up against some great guys but she's in a great team with b2c she's she's got josh kirk and michael priest alongside her to learn from it's quite a nurturing environment and i think you know she's going to be looking at top 10s top 6s by the second half of the year yeah, BTC is quite a, an interesting package as a, as a race team this year aren't they because Josh Cook is clearly going to I think be another title contender Creese is looking to get his hand on some, some silverware and they wanted to go for the independence and Jade clearly must have her eyes set on uh, the Jack Sears yeah and I think Josh Cook is, is probably one of the biggest assets that team's got he's, he's a fantastic driver there was only two very bad slices of bad luck last year that sort of stopped him sort of being in the fight at the end of the season he's desperate to, to show what he can do and one of probably one of the more underrated drivers on the grid I would say I, I'd, I'd love him to to really show his potential this year and get multiple multiple race wins Team Hard big investments in developing the Cupra uh, Leon um, which is getting a lot of coverage on social media fans are interested to see it all four of their drivers Jack Goff I was talking to this morning he's very excited about it it's uh, it's a at this time, given what's happened with the pandemic and sponsorship going, that's a big investment in in new new mark in the series. It's absolutely huge, and all credit goes to Tony Gillard for pulling it off. And you know, not only have they built four new cars and put them on the grid, they've got extra engineering strength in the team this year. They've got new kit, new trucks, new everything. It's it really is a, a, a big drive from Tony to move the team to the next level. You know, he said we want to be a works team one day. You know, and we need to put ourselves at that level and show that we are capable of being a works team whether that's with Cooper or not we don't know but it's just about putting Team Hard in the shop window so that they can get the big deals when they come along and as you say to do it in the backdrop of, of the turbulent world we've had in the last 12 months is fantastic stuff yeah. um, brand new face uh, to the series is Rick Parfit a junior um, I spoke to him at length yesterday. He is just delightful. Yeah, what, a, what a great guy to talk to. I think he frightened himself uh, this morning because he had a, a big <laughs> whiz round, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, while he was out there, got out of the car and his eyes were on stalks. No, he's, he's loving life. I've just had lunch with him. He's, he's absolutely loving life. And he, he said he was, he was going into cops at something like 50, breaking 15 metres later than some of the other drivers because he's used to a car with aerodynamics. And of course, that's fine. But it's once you get to the apex and you've got to sort the car out that the problems happen. So he's got a bit of readjusting, a bit of learning to do. But what a great name to have in the championship. He's, he's very fan-focused, is, is Rick. He's a performer, we know. Uh, he's an entertainer. He's going to bring some of that with him. And uh, certainly if you look at the, the, the paint scheme on the car, it's not one you're going to miss very easily this year. No, absolutely. Um, 
finally talking about individual drivers JP Jason Plato back in chasing his 100th win yes uh, having had a very relaxed year off he's very laid back is JP at the moment yeah he's had a chance to sit back and assess things hasn't he and have a look at it but um, he, don't forget he won his last touring car race he's still got that on his record but he, he won his last touring car race and you know he, he showed no um, dilution of his pace or anything like that and he has got the expertise to pull the programme together uh, him and Dan Lloyd so it's just it's brilliant to have Jason at the front he, he's a walking soundbite isn't he he's fantastic <laughs> really good and just finally Matt always dangerous at this time of the year but some predictions ok um, <laughs> right potential potential winners second place third place who's going to be in that mix and well, while you're doing that think about who's going to be the dark horse Okay, well, someone we haven't mentioned who I think is going to have a very good year and potential top three of the championship is, is Rory Butcher uh, driving for Speedworks in the Corolla that uh, Tom Ingram's vacated. Um, Rory was, again, a multiple race winner last year with, with Motorbase. Um, this is a step forward for him, the, the spotlight, the pressure's on him. It's a great team, they know the car well and they sort of refined it over 2019 into 2020. They've had more time to do that now uh, into, into this year. So I think Rory will be in the top three of the championship. Um, Sheds you've got to say Shedden will be there because he's just super Sheds I want four can I have Ash Sutton and Colin <laughs> as well you, you, just, you just can't you, just, you can't really um, well allow you four you can't yeah. really discount anybody and as for a, a sort of a dark horse uh, crikey that's well it's not really a dark horse but I'd, I'd like Josh Cook to, to really show us what he can do fantastic definitely it is going to be an interesting start to the season at uh, Thruxton in two weeks time uh, first uh, day of school of racing no ballast <laughs> um, it's either going to be carnage or an absolutely brilliant spectacle isn't it yeah Thruxton's a proper test of man and machine <laughs> and uh, you know Rick, we mentioned Rick Parfitt he's the only rookie on the, uh, the grid this year so he'll he'll be the one everyone goes to for a quote after FP1 at Thruxton <laughs> what was that like my goodness you know we're getting more media coverage than the rest put together yeah, yeah, to it's going to be a great season though isn't it yeah yeah absolutely and, and as you say the, the amount of cars that are in the battle at the end of the season will prove what a good year it's been but but uh, you know let's go for a dozen let's make it 12 in the fight come on absolutely Matt James brilliant insight thanks very much thanks a lot